0: Hello, my beautiful, selfish babes. It is your girl, Olenike OC here, bringing you another Selfish babe, Selfish Talk podcast. And today I have the lovely Miss Chelsea, who is a beauty influencer and YouTuber. Here's our guest today. And um, really, I found her on Instagram. She had posted a video using my other company, Goddess Detoxes Queen Sea and Goddess Detox Pearls. And I watched her video on YouTube. And when I had watched her video on YouTube, I was like, oh wow, Um, I think she needs to be a guest on the Selfish Babe, Selfish Talk podcast. And so we have her today, and so I'm going to have her say hello to you all. Hi guys, (laughs) what's up Selfish Babe, this is your girl Chelsea, also
1: known as Chelsea dolled up. I'm so excited to be here today to talk to you guys. I'm a little
0: bit nervous, but we're going to
1: let it all out.
0: (laughs) And so for my Selfish babes listening, Chelsea is 23, just so you guys know, have an age range. And um, in her YouTube video, she had talked about going through a miscarriage and really specifically a stillborn miscarriage. And I haven't heard about that too often. I've heard about it, right? I think we've all heard about it before, but I haven't actually heard somebody like talk about it or like explain like the process. And so in her YouTube video, she had talked a little bit about it and I'm like, wow, like I really think a lot more women need to hear about this and so, I'm just so grateful for you Chelsea for wanting to share your story and being willing to share your story and being open honest and vulnerable. And so if you can kind of take us through that please do.
1: Yeah. So um I got pregnant when I was 20 and I mean the pregnancy was going awesome to be honest. It was kind of like a surprise pregnancy because you know you're young i'm I'm jamaican by the way i'm from the islands when when my mom found out she was like what like i'm about to break your neck type situation (laughs) but you know she finally smoothed her way into the process we had baby showers surprise baby showers doctor visits and everything was going oh so great everything went good but I start realizing something was wrong or something was just a little bit weird when everybody would ask me like, hey, how far along are you? And I would tell them like six months, seven months, and they'll they'll, they'll be like, why do you look so tiny? You know, like you have a four-month oh, looking wow. stomach, three-month looking stomach, and I'm like, I don't know, child, I'm just scary in life, you know? Probably won't have to deal with the big stomach afterwards. I thought it was just okay. And um, I went to my doctor's visit. I think I was... Uh, six months pregnant that time. And I went for what, just another regular checkup. I think it was about to be an ultrasound. I guess they were going to do like a, just a full scan. And, um, they did the scan and they said that, um, they realized some white tissue in the baby's brain Mm. and they didn't make sense of it. They didn't really know what it was. So they're going to send me to Orlando. I think it was Winnie Palmer hospital in Orlando and um, they were going to go ahead and just check it out. I didn't really take it as anything. They were like, oh, nothing to worry about. You know, probably just a little fluid. But, you know, we're just sending you there because they have better equipment to tell what's really going on. Lo and behold, me and my husband went. Thought it was just a regular schmegula update. Um, they called us into the room and then they were like, um, so it seems that your baby has three holes in his Three holes in his heart. Oh yeah, it wasn't the brain that we're checking out; it was his heart. And then okay. they saw some white spots, and they didn't really know what it was. So um, when I went, they said he had three holes in his heart, and he has an extra chromosome—I cormaz- think it's called on yes. the 13. Yeah, the 13 chromosome. So um, eventually, they um, decided to call it trisomy 18. They didn't know for a fact that it was trisomy 18. I guess they wanted to do like an. Um, Amniocentesis, where they would put punctured a little hole in my stomach just to get fluid from the baby. It mm-hmm. probably could cause me to go into emergency C section. It could, but the baby passed, and it was kind of like a I don't, I don't know the decisions that they started to get. Cause remind you, I just went for a regular checkup. I didn't know they were gonna throw all this at me. Oh, your baby has trisomy eighteen. He has three holes in his heart. You're gonna have to keep coming all the way to Orlando, like every, every week, and I am a whole hour away to get special checkups, listen to his heart, put me on monitors. And um, it was just super overwhelming. And at one point when they brought me to the room and talked to me about it, they were like, we have various ways to go about it. You can terminate the pregnancy right away. We can go ahead and do that. Or if you want, we can do the amniocentesis to check on the baby. But the only thing with that is it can cause you to go into labor and you're already six months going into seven months. So they they weren't really okay, okay, okay with me doing it that route. They were more heading for the, you can determinate the pregnancy route. But then I'm looking at it like, wait, hold on. I'm six months, seven, eight, nine. I have three more months to go. And you guys are just finding out all these things that's happening just on tell me you didn't see signs a long time ago yeah. I was just overwhelmed by everything that was going on and I told him um, I don't know I'm just gonna trust God my faith and let's just see what happens seven month row by I don't know
0: Chelsea so um at that point was the baby's heart still beating
1: yeah yeah okay. baby's heart will still be in everything was still kicking moving i'd make sure i check on him push my stomach a little extra harder and yeah. it'll kick back and you know just okay. regular stuff like that it'll still be beating it's just that i would have to go up there yeah. like every week to go make sure everything is monitored and good and it was going great and seven month roll pass they said i probably wasn't even gonna make it to seven months because the baby was probably gonna pass and if it did come to life it was going to be a vegetable baby i would probably have to take care of it 24 7 monitor it but my family background is so big on church and god and faith i was just like forget what y'all saying i'm not gonna do no extra nothing i'm not taking no extra pills for nothing because i don't know if y'all trying to kill me my baby in the process of it because it was just everything coming to my brain yeah. and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna get let this I'm, I'm just gonna let it go let's see what happens because what they really wanted to do I didn't want to do yeah that would have sent me into the emergency c-section or the labor and then he would come out be in the NICU and this and that I just didn't want to go through that I think what it really was is my disbelief I don't want to believe it yeah you know because I'm kind of like what we just didn't had baby showers. We just didn't had all of this. And you're trying and to tell me. Everything is
0: waiting for the baby. Right, right. Yeah, yes.
1: We're waiting for him to get here now. Like, two more months is left to go. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this is going to happen. So it was kind of like, you know what? We're just going to leave it in God's hands. I'm not worried about it. Let it go. Let it fly. Let whatever happened, happen. So seventh month rollover. And it was about to be in the eighth month, and I was like, "Okay, good. He survived seventh month. They say he was probably not gonna survive. He did it. They normally say seven month babies aren't good babies, yeah. or something like that. I've heard that policy. Or seven month babies aren't good babies. And that
0: before, but that's good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so and then the eighth month rolled around, and it was um July fourth. July fourth is Independence Day, right? Yeah. So July third, we went out that night. Me, my sister, and my husband yeah we went out that night to celebrate or whatever we just went to watch the fireworks everything was good everybody came back to my apartment they were having fun we were sitting around playing video games truth there, dare you know just regular nice chill stuff and i felt i felt a, sh- a sudden like boom like a hard kick
0: hmm. or a
1: hard movement hmm. and to be honest, I sometimes I feel him stiffen up and moving around. And you know how baby probably just do sharp kicks. I didn't really yeah. take it as anything when he used to always do that. But that specific night, like, I just felt it in my soul. I felt like, I felt that big, huge kick on the 3rd of July. And I was just like, something's wrong. I went to lay down on my side. Yeah. And Obviously, he's in there, but it was so soft and relaxed,
0: hmm. and,
1: and I didn't really take it as anything, and I got up the next day, I went to work, decided to go use the restroom, and lo and behold, I was bleeding, yes. so I was like, what? I kind, of, I kind of put last night behind me, so I um, called my doctor. They said, come in right away. I went in. They started doing checks and stuff. Oh, my God. So they started doing checks and stuff and, um, they could, they couldn't find a heartbeat. And I was just la- laying on the bed, like, um, I, I know what's happening. I know what happened, but it's like, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what to say. My husband just lost his only brother two weeks before that. And this this was our first child. And, um, we're sitting there in the hospital. They're looking for the heartbeat. You know what the doctor don't want to tell you? You know, they're not trying to do a shocking face on them, but you could yeah. definitely see it. You're looking on the monitor. Normally, you see a little lines running, but you're not seeing any line running. Wow. And they're like, "Um, we're going to call in somebody else to, you know, come in and check it out. Waited a few more minutes later, and somebody else came. They checked it out, whatever. They're like, oh, we're going to go outside real quick, and we'll have the doctor come in and talk to you. We're going to have some
0: checkup? huh he with you that day your husband
1: yes 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 he was with me that day I think he was at work and then when I told him I um I was bleeding he decided to um he he left work and he came and we were there or whatever and my mom was there as well and they came in and they said that um the baby passed away Um, and I was just like the baby passed away out of my brain I don't think it hit me until that very same night they connected me to gyps they the, they weren't gonna allow me to do, I, they told me that they gave me an option they said do you want to stay that night or do you want to go home like recollect your thoughts and everything they come back tomorrow to do the process of birthing the child or delivering the
0: stillbirth oh, wow. and um they want to do that right away like
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, no, he, he, if he passed, I don't want him to stay inside of me. And, you know, it'd be any worse. So, um, just go ahead and do what you got to do. So they hooked me up. They, um, I went into labor because they had to induce me oh my god it's the worst it is the worst it's one thing when you have a baby alive and yes. helping these contractions and it's another thing when you have a lifeless soul inside of you and nothing is helping but your own body has to finally click into the realization like hey so the thing inside of you is not good anymore so your body need to help and push it out and reject it when, so they, I had when to, they
0: induced it like like did they the contractions start or like how what happened?
1: Contra- contractions started when they induced me. Contractions started like probably I went in let's say 10 a.m. that day. Contractions didn't start. It probably around 11:10, nine o'clock around there. 11 going down. The contractions started. I've, I wasn't painful forever, but it's one thing when you're just constantly because you're getting induced, so yeah. the pain level is coming, but. The baby is not helping pushing down, so you're not, you know, your cervix ain't dilate and nothing is happening. You're just going through the contractions. Yeah. I don't know. My my mom. Everybody started crying. They were like, "Oh my god, you've been doing this for hours." The next day rolled over. You're still in pain. You're still in labor, and it was just not fair to my body. And my mom was like, "You literally probably just need to go ahead and get the epidural because I was in." pain I was in so much pain so I got the epidural I went to sleep next thing I know they were waking me up the nurse opened my leg I heard my friend scream and then they were like oh my god there's the baby literally your friend scream my friend because I had oh my god I want to tell you my support system was so big I had like probably 15 people in that room everybody came they were bringing me flowers they were bringing me bears like all my friends came yeah. they did not want to leave we had sheets spread out on the floor yeah. and the, the whole community was in there basically and um I guess they were gonna leave or something yeah they were tr- they were walking out because it was time for them to check me you know certain people had to stay in the room so mm-hmm. I guess on them walking out my friend named Shay yeah, I don't know. I, I, they decided to check me or whatever, and um, she saw, and then she screamed out, and that that was the baby's head coming out. But oh. I don't know. It's it's, it's so weird because I didn't. I all I remember it is. I woke up. They opened my legs, and it was there. I didn't hear. Push. I was like, Did you push? Like what? literally, literally. I didn't hear push. I didn't hear. Come on, you got nothing. I I, I feel like my body just pushed it out because my water broke yeah. I, immediately as my water broke that's when he came out
0: wow
1: yeah so they woke me up immediately my water broke then he came out and it was just like wow just this tiny little thing in my hand he weighed two pounds
0: wow.
1: two, two pounds zero ounces and it was like probably 14 inches long
0: wow. and
1: that was that was literally it he had I don't know i guess because of him being inside of me so long and with the water breaking or whatever a part of his skin was missing and it was just pale pink part of his regular skin's peeling off and then it just happened it happened it finished they cleaned me up i got out and immediately i never ever had problems with like discharge or any of that sort, and immediately after, like probably two weeks later, after my breast milk started coming in, and we had to get it dried up and all of that stuff, um, I started I started having discharge problem, and I was like,
0: hey. Yeah, because we're gonna get there. When you said they had to dry it up, how did they do that? You have to take, did you have to start taking pills and stuff? Like,
1: okay, so let me tell you how that happened. So,
0: um, I guess because
1: I don't have a, I went I went home. I went to sleep. I totally forgot about breast milk gonna come in after your body realizes the baby's out. When to sleep, I got up, the whole bed had milk all over it. I was like, whoa, what's going on? You know, I thought, baby's lost. Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. So said, so done. And um, at first, my mom was like, try to, try to squeeze it out, get it out. But it hurts so bad. Cause you yeah. don't have a baby. You don't have a baby to help pull it out. My arms started swelling up. It, it was horrible. They said, use comb. You know how island people always have <laughs> some, some remedy? They always have some remedy to tell you to do something. Yeah. They said, heat the comb up, use the comb, and press it. <laughs> press it
0: around. And then they yeah.
1: should started coming out, take a shower, a warm bath. And um, But nothing worked. And then this one girl, my mom's friend, who's from the islands too, she said, get cabbage. Okay. Freeze freeze put the cabbage in the fridge and like peel it off. Yeah. Put it on your boob, put your bra on and go to sleep. Oh my God. I tell you I woke up the next day, so many so much milk came out. yeah wow. was kinda like, Oh my gosh. She said this would literally extract the milk from your breast and help to wow. dry it up. You see that's
0: and- a natural remedy, boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> work Oh my god, little cabbage,
0: cabbage, yeah. and then
1: red cabbage, the regular green cabbage. Yeah, you cut it in half, put it in the fridge. You know how it, it starts peeling off the layers. Yeah. You just take one of those layers, put it on your raw boob put your bra on. You probably, if I were you, I would probably stuff it or something because yeah. you're going to leak a lot. Yeah. I use the baby receiver and I stuffed it. I go to bed, I wake up in the mornings. My boobies feeling so good, cause it's like I can rest my arm now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> out. It was just like, oh my god, all this milk. Yes. Okay. Oh. So yeah. I have a question. Um, after your son was born, so what? What did? What did you guys decide to do with him? Or after the delivery?
1: Um, we decided to cremate him. Yeah. So, cause my thing was, I didn't want to bury him here. In the States, I, 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 if I, if it was up to me and I was still back home in Jamaica, I would probably bury him. Yeah. But I just didn't want him to be buried here. I wanted to have him with me 24-7. Got it. And so I was like, we're going to cremate him. So to this day, I'm, I'm like looking right there because he's like right there looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> I have him in like a little crematory, a little nice boss, yeah. looking cute over there sitting. But um, yeah, we, we decided to cre- cremate him. And um. That process on its own was a little rough because I didn't know. I don't know because he was kind of big-ish in a way, and then they gave me this little bottle of dust, and I'm like, "Is this on my baby?" Yeah. Like, is this it in a little box? And I just asked him to put it in one of those. I don't know what they're called. The stuff yeah. They I think that um,
0: for someone and women when they have like miscarriages, they'll say like, "Okay," or um, "Angel baby." Yeah, they call like their angel baby, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one woman I had different podcast was on a different it was a, on the other aspect where I had an episode about abortion and mm-hmm. one woman she had I think she had like multiple abortions but mm-hmm. at some point um she was really diving into her spirituality this spirituality is not Christian it's just a different type of spirituality and mm-hmm. um I think she got a reading from somebody but she was able to interact like her soul babies like her daughter. Her daughter was able to see her soul babies, if that makes sense. Some people oh. have uh, psychic abilities. Some people are seers. Seer, seer. Some people can see spirit. And so yeah. her daughter was able to see the her siblings, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, after the mom had acknowledged them, I think Candle or something acknowledged them, they stopped messing with her because they were messing with that sibling. I don't know oh, if really? was, you know, she was there and they weren't there. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, had, they had talked about that. And so... You have like an angel baby. It's like I would say it's your angel baby, and mm-hmm. like um, from my personal perspective, it's like like the fact that you're talking about your son. You're like, oh, he's right there, looking cute. I think that's good because it's like you acknowledge that the soul still existed. You acknowledge <laughs> it even in the afterlife; he's still existing. And uh-huh. so, people say like angel baby. They understand that that angel baby still walks with them, whether they're in a the physical world with them, that doesn't matter. It's the fact that their soul still existed here at some point. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's cool that uh, you had mentioned that. So I just wanted to make sure I point out. Yeah, that. definitely, definitely.
1: Sometimes I'll literally go over there, pick him up, and we're talking. And then on his birthdays, I'll literally bring him to the beach, and I'm like, one day I feel like I want to let you just fly because I feel like I'm holding you Mm. Uh, but I don't know I'm not ready you're not 18 yet you're not going nowhere you're (laughs) just gonna sit right there (laughs) keep looking at me until you're 18 you can go ahead and do your own grown man stuff (laughs) but for now
0: yeah we're just gonna
1: keep chilling yeah we're just gonna keep chilling so he's definitely he's definitely still a part of me and even after I had my other son He's definitely still a part of it. I wasn't scared. I wasn't nervous. Like, hmm, what if Malachi is going to affair with King? Like, it was never and nothing. Like, you know? I don't know. And it's so crazy. Because I really do feel like Malachi's spirit came into King. Because they look so much alike. And I'm mm-hmm. like, did God just re-bless me or what? Because I don't know. He, he did. He did. I feel like he did. And I'm just like, okay, I'm taking it.
0: I like that. Everything. So, um your first baby, the one that we were talking about right now, that was your first child, correct? Yes, yes. And now you have another child.
1: Yes, yes. I I I got and you know what's so funny? King, the one that's born now, it was kind of like that's his birth made me somewhat better about what happened with Malachi. Cause I feel like I was never ever going to be able to I'm not fully healed but with me having not really saying he's a replacement but with me having another child it's it, uh, it just it made it so much better it it makes it so Kind of easier to transition through whatever I've been through mm-hmm. and all of that, cause there were days and nights. Like I said, we had his room ready, closet full of clothes. I used to literally mm-hmm. nights go in there, looks. I'm standing in there like, yo, you have a whole closet. I have newbornness, everything for baby, and I have no baby here to give it to. Mm-hmm. And changing no diapers, and getting up mad early in the mornings, doing this, doing that. Like God, I need something. Yeah. Or someone to replace this feeling that I cannot do this. Yeah. I, can't, I I just couldn't do it. Yeah. And then when I found out I was pregnant again, it was a nervous pregnant. It was kind of like, oh, my God, please don't let me go through this again. Like, if, if this is what you're going to let me go through, at least – Let me have the miscarriage earlier on in the pregnancy. Don't take me through a big belly, maternity pictures, like everything. Don't take me through that again. Cause I really don't know if I could, you know, I I don't know how I can handle that one more time. But if if this is what it's going to be, let it happen sooner on, like two, four weeks. Just let it happen soon and don't let it happen that late. He came.
0: I was gonna say, how did you navigate that pregnancy? Did you feel like you were a little bit more hush hush about it? Like, how was it when you like after four weeks, after four months? Like, how were you? Like, oh, we're still gonna do a baby shower. We're we not gonna tell as so many people. Like, how
1: were you with that second? Yeah, episode? yeah, definitely. I was, I was definitely, I, I was hush hush in a way, and mm-hmm. I didn't want no baby shower. I, I didn't want nothing. I don't want nothing. Not just because I found out it was a boy and I already had a whole bunch of boy stuff, but. I just really wanted it to be low-key intimate family because i'm preparing this time
0: yeah you know
1: not to blow it up let everybody know and then when no baby show up i'm keeping getting messages back are like hey where's the baby how are you doing sorry for your loss i, I don't want that again yeah like, i, I think thanks for you know caring and stuff but it gets overwhelming at times yes. so i just really wanted it to be very very close if and when he does get here then you know if we got to post it, we posted it, if we got to tell other families, then we'll tell our families, but for now, it was very intimate, it was very just us, the immediate family, and yeah, good old King. you had, King a, King. A, regular,
0: um, you had a, a vaginal birth, you had a c-section?
1: No, that's the next thing, I had to do an emergency c-section,
0: Okay. okay. yes, yeah. oh, sorry, <laughs> how far yeah. along were you?
1: I had to do an emergency C section. I went through my whole f- to be honest, I even passed my due date. I went a week past my due date. I was so mad. And I'm like, no, we're getting out now. So I didn't yeah. do any and everything possible we could to get out. And um I went in. To be honest, I wasn't even gonna go in that night that I was due. My friend came over and she was like, You've been in pain for the past however many hours. I feel like you need to go. And my mm-hmm. husband was like, okay, you know what? We're just going to get up and we're just going to go. I went and um, we were there because my contractions, you know how they normally say your contractions need to be five minutes apart or consistent or something like that. Mm-hmm. I called They were never consistent. Sometimes they're two minutes, sometimes they're five minutes, 12 minutes. So I was like, I'm not going to go and they sent me back home and I'm going to get irritated. Yeah. So I went, they checked me. They were like, you're nine centimeters dilated. Wow. It's time for you to like actually be pushing. How are you not screaming? How are you? how you just so calm being nine centimeters dilated because i I don't know the pain wasn't really really that horrible like everybody say it is um so they were like did your water break and i'm like uh no and lo and behold my water been broke i never knew that it broke because i i don't even know how until this day i don't know how my water broke nothing happened i didn't get no i didn't wet my bed nothing to say hey prop- that was the water and you didn't just wet your bed and yeah. i don't know and they were like oh because cause I, I was having yellowish discharge yellow yellow yeah. and greenish discharge and i would tell my doctor about it and he was like oh it's probably normal that's your um i forgot the word that he says my mucus plug my yeah. mucus plug is pulling or whatever he checked me the day before and he said oh you're not even starting to dial it yet Okay. No I'm not very kidding me. So I went the next day. Went home, sleep, everything, and boom! It, w- it was it was labor time. I went to the hospital. They're like, "Oh my god, you're nine centimeters dilated, but due to the fact that you watered it and break and all these um yellowish mucus discharge, that's a fact. That's a sign that the baby pooped inside of you, and um the cord is wrapped around his neck. Wow. You know, normally babies poop inside of you. They eat the poop. They can die. So oh god, they had to. That yeah so they had to bring me in the emergency c-section they weren't going to allow me to push him out i did the c-section they took him they you know plucked it out whatever see if you know they make sure they check him thoroughly to make sure that he didn't they didn't,
0: have, didn't have to unwrap the cord
1: yeah they had to unwrap okay. yeah, they had to they had to do all of that because the cord was wrapped around his neck there weren't enough fluid in there and they said he did poop inside of me mm-hmm. um I don't know how it was feeling. I literally, when they were rolling me, because it's two seconds, I went. I went in there, they checked me, they're like, ooh, nine centimeters. And it's kind of like, oh, C-section. So I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this another one of those things? Like, God, did you really bring me this far again yeah. to yeah. really let this happen? Like, everything's been so super smooth with this one. Like, we made it to the nine months. What's yeah. going on? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now I'm going into emergency C-section. My baby pooped inside. Probably could have eaten his poop, died. And, um, it, it went through, it, they had to hurry up. Like when I tell you they had to hurry up, I felt the first incision. That's how bad they had to hurry up. They didn't wait for me to be fully, fully numb. Yeah. They had to hurry up. The, the doctor behind me, he was like, okay, I'm going to triple dose her. Cause the dose that I was getting, they kept tapping me. They're like, are you feeling this? You feeling this? And I'm like, yep. Yep. Still feeling it. Still feeling it. I mean, it's getting lighter and lighter. And then the, the doctor behind me, literally, I've never heard a doctor cuss in my life. He was like, F it, cut her now. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, Cut me. He said, F it, cut her now. I'm double dosing her. And I, I felt a huge adrenaline in my back. So I guess that was like the extra double dose he was giving me. After that, I felt the first cut and I was like, ow, I felt that. He's like, cut, just keep going, keep but going, cut, girl. You felt it? Was it I, like a sharp pain or was a it numb? No, I I felt the yeah. I felt the cut. I felt a knife. You know, you cut oh your God. hand trying to cut. <laughs> yes. yes. Wow. Yes. I felt the first slice, and then after that, I didn't feel anything else. All of me was dead. I, I didn't feel nothing. The, lack, the next thing I felt was the huge pressure of them pushing down on my stomach, and then I heard a cry. And like all my pain just went away, and I was just like, "Is my baby okay? Is my baby okay? Is my baby okay?" That's all I was on. After they got me back in the room and everything was good and I get to hold him, they're finally telling me, like, your baby is literally a miracle baby. Like, wow. your child, he did, in fact, eat his feces, but they said they pumped his stomach real well and he was okay. And yeah. literally, if I had stayed and not come a minute later, he would have passed away. And I'm just
0: like, Jesus. Wow. wow. That,
1: that, would have, that would have been my life right there. It's just, mm-hmm. just over. I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad the
0: miracle baby came
1: through. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, my miracle baby came through, and he's he's been here. I I actually had to, I had another pregnancy and I had an early miscarriage in that one after King. Yeah. So I really I really now feel like he's supposed to be the one man in my life.
0: <laughs> yeah. How far? Yeah. When was that that miscarriage?
1: Um, it was a few months ago. Actually, it was probably like three months ago and that was the main reason too that was one of the main reason why i felt like i really needed to get this team because i'm like okay you know what forget it i i'm having all these problems these pregnancy problems here and there yeah. if it ain't from stillbirth to my miracle baby almost gone to finding out i'm pregnant after that again and early miscarriage so i'm just like mm-mm, mm-mm. something something need to happen
0: okay because you had mm-hmm. mentioned in the beginning the first one yeah um, Malachi. Yes. Yeah, Malachi, you had said that um you were having discharge after.
1: Yes, yes. I started having a whole bunch of discharge problem odor started coming and I'm just like this is not me. I feel weird. I feel nasty in a way. Like I know it's normal for females, you know, the vagina cleaner itself. Okay, we get it. You're supposed to have probably a little our hair in there. But I'm just—I've—I've I'm, I'm never—I've never been used to that. I don't know what that's about. I went to my OB, and then I went to my OB, and he's like, um, you know, she's probably it's just you just probably having heavier. Discharge because of, you know, your body probably coming back or whatever he was saying. I really wasn't listening because I'm like, you're really kind of not making any sense. Sex started becoming super painful. And I'm like, something is definitely wrong with me down there. Every Something is definitely wrong. Like, when has sex ever been painful? When have I ever have to live in penny liners? This is just not me. Something's wrong. Yeah, And we need to fix it. And I've just been pushing it off, pushing it off because it was, again, in the stage of me, you know, going through the whole stillbirth, not caring about myself, my health, none of that. I, I really didn't care. I kept pushing it off. It went away for a few or it simmered down a little bit, but it never fully, fully left where I'm like, oh, I forgot I even had this drug problem anymore. You know, like the the painful sex kept happening, The I don't know, then after King then after King, it, it kind of came back. Yeah, and I'm just like, hmm, hmm. Do I need them to run like a P test to see if I'm having ovary problems? Sometimes I feel like my womb is so heavy down, mm. heavy. I don't know. I just like feel
0: like it feels. Yeah, heavy. yeah. It
1: feels so heavily weighed down. Like my look one day, and my whole ovary don't fall out. Like this mm. is how I feel. Like I'm walking with a heavy load on me, yeah. and it, it, it felt so uncomfortable, so bad. I tried using regular Walgreens, Walmart stuff, you know, feminine yeah. stuff, all of that. I started getting into that and I'm just like, bro, none of these are working. Yeah. Like I'm still I'm still having heavy behind discharges and it's 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 not like the odor the odor the odor left. The odor left cuz the yeah. odor only probably lasted like a week, two weeks. And I'm so I don't know. I'm, I'm child, This is my best friend. We talking about <laughs> <laughs> this best friend. We talking about best friend was forever good, and we need to keep her forever good. Yeah. So I I don't know. I stumbled upon a whole bunch of stuff. I, to be honest, like I've been looking at your products for forever. Okay. For forever, and I've just been like, what? People showing all these stuff, and I'm <laughs> like, whoa! What those um, I, photos? Mm-mm. i was kind of like i don't think i want to do this this is intense intense because i'm afraid i'm nervous because like i said like this best friend i want to put nothing in her that's gonna hurt her even worse yeah. <laughs> and i'm just like you know what it's about time it's about time it's about time like let's just let's just wait for this black friday sale to roll around and <laughs> we're gonna go ahead order our steam order our pearls and, and it's yeah, so I funny
0: you ordered the queen's vaginal steam and the goddess detox pearl some detox.org. Yes. gotta put that in there okay that's yes. what you're for. thank you
1: yes yes <laughs> the goddess detox pearl and the steam save lives it save, it save your best friends <laughs> it does like oh my god i was so shook like these and you know what's so funny the main person that really made me decide to get it is this um this famous YouTuber, what's her name? Car- Carla? Car- Carla? Her name was like Princess Bella first on Instagram, and then oh, she changed yeah, over. to Carla Toby. She changed over yeah. to Carla
0: Toby, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. she
1: changed so. over to Carla, because I watch her a lot. Nice. Was, hmm. uh, <laughs> my favorite YouTuber decided to get this? Okay, let me go ahead and see what Queen's theme's about. You a little code. And I got it, and um, to be honest, I was, very, I was very excited to do the... the the steam part, yeah. the the pearl part is what I was scared about.
0: Well, <laughs> but our dad but the, the steam, part.
1: I was very excited about doing the steam. So I did the steam like in around December, yeah. right after my cycle. I did the steam, and oh my god, it was awesome. The steam was oh like oh, it felt so <laughs> good. <laughs> it felt <laughs> so good. The steam was good. I felt like I'm in my like zen mode I'm over here I'm in it's oh my and the coolest thing was all the I love the hand flip like I literally love that I love the canceling out these x's like (laughs) it was so dope I love it I'm like oh my god let's get this this it was so good it felt so good and then thing was, like, I was so anxious about it. Like, I really wanted to make, like, like uh, a review about it instantly. But then I'm like, no, you can't really make a review until probably, like, a few months later to see if it, because it'll, it'll probably work and work now. And then two weeks later, it's still working. But in a month later, you're going back. So you really don't want to yeah. make a review and then it'd be false stuff. Yeah. And, so I really wanted to hold out a little bit before I did my review. So I did, I did the Steam, and then I waited two weeks later, and then I did the pearl. Girl, yeah. <laughs> the pearl, <laughs> the, the pearl. Oh my God, I was so so nervous. Yes. I was scared. I was like, Oh my God, what am I doing? I'm putting herbs inside of my body. Like, what if what if the, the little thing unravels? Like, what's gonna happen to me? Yeah. I was so nervous. I was like, You know what? Listen, we have asked for a change. You need these these heavy you need everything. Cause it was, it, it was for the discharge. It was for the heavy period. And it was because my ovaries literally felt like sometimes they were on fire. They were like mm-hmm. weighing down mm-hmm. on my wound. So much that I needed. I just needed her to feel great. Yes, my dad. Yes. So it was for all of that. And I did it. It went in pretty decently. I did the whole, you know, you take it out after, then you wait three days and check it out again. And the purging is supposed to happen when it was around the purging time. I was like, oh my god, I'm like I'm so nervous right now. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna be one of those ones with the big, girl. you know, everything. You know how she's young, yeah, Because you? I'm pretty sure personal, you guys yeah. are literally on here. <laughs> reviewing and seeing everything that people be showing I really thought I was going to have one of those greater greater huge deals of it but I didn't have yes. it so great the, uh, the part that came good was the discharge part and I was shook and I was like oh Jesus this is this is one of the main main reasons for the discharges because because girls try to wear panel liners outside yes. of it so yes. I, I had like huge clots of white just white stuff I didn't have no like blood cells or none, none of that yeah it was none of that it was mostly just huge white clots, and I'm like is this it because I feel like I feel like it's supposed to be more
0: mm-hmm. and then I
1: waited and I waited and I waited and then it happened again and I was like oh my god so after it happened I'm like Prob- probably go
0: there we go another one
1: I never want to you know really gonna be- I don't want to know stuff it's gonna come back in like two weeks or so but i felt great like i'm out here walking around in no pain liners and i'm just like jesus yeah so, like something's missing you know what you I feel mean?
0: like something's missing because you're used me. to wearing them so much right.
1: right you're not used to wearing it anymore so it's kind yeah. of like something's definitely missing but then you're like no no, sis, you good. You got this goddess queen thing. You got the <laughs> pearls. You done got
0: fix, yeah. <laughs> And it's just yeah. like,
1: wow, I'm not feeling anymore. I have yet. I, I can't tell the last time I really felt huge ovary pains or like my, my ovaries are just weighing down on my cervix or whatever. I, I, I don't know. Normally I feel like, I feel like my OB is probably like why isn't she blowing up my phone every two yeah. weeks now you know what I'm saying because yeah. I don't need to call you anymore I found the cure you get what I'm saying yeah. goddess came through <laughs> so <laughs> I found the cure us came through I don't sad. need to call you anymore <laughs> trying to you know trying to be like hey I think I really need to come in because something's up but yeah. you whatever you put in them things child yeah. keep putting them in them things because it is working it has worked, work and it is gonna work for whomever else is out there that's going through this okay. that need it to work trust me
0: i love it, it. you have a discount code and it's yeah. Michelle, yes, C-L-D. yes ld yes 10 off on either products from goddess you can use her discount code which is chel c-h-e-l-d to to go ahead and make your purchase. So, I had yes, yes, you can yes, yes. The system. Mm-hmm. we can definitely do that.
1: And I have some more products, I'm gonna do giveaways with them too.
0: Yes, y'all, so I'm gonna to definitely do on that. YouTube and her YouTube is chels dolled Up. I'm gonna be linking it in the description, um, so they can click on it automatically. Mm-hmm. But it's at chelz. D-O-L-L-E-V-U-P, so child up, that's Instagram and YouTube, right? Yep, got it, she got it. <laughs> and she gonna teach y'all how to do some makeup, because you yes. know some good makeup. <laughs> yes, sis,
1: yes, I'm here for the natural 4C here, you know, that gay <laughs> girl type, royal, royal, kinky, don't know how to deal with your hair, and that makeup, everything, all life, dealing with, I love this. It's it's, it's a it's it's a ball over there in the Chelsea land. Um,
0: Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I have a question. So, when did you get married?
1: When did I get married?
0: I got married
1: in. I got married after after my stillbirth. It was in the same year, the sixteenth, twenty sixteen. I got married December first, twenty sixteen. I was twenty one
0: okay are you
1: still married with this person girl no well by law by law we okay. are still married but okay. yeah we like literally he just practiced junk last night and I'm leaving I'm leaving three days or so I so it's, it's a toxic it's a toxic when he I don't know here's the thing because yeah. I've been through a whole bunch of domestic violence with this guy and yes. it's kind of like I feel like I feel like in some way him/myself have brainwashed me into sitting through crap. Cuz even when I was pregnant with um with my first um my first pregnancy, I literally I cannot forget this man dragging me across the floor from out of the room knowing after we found out that our baby is having problems and stuff like that you're pushing me dragging me out of the room we fight in over stupid stuff accusations of what have you mm-hmm. like men everything and mm-hmm. accusing me of everything in the book you are looking for receipts can't find receipts even when you do find something it's really nothing yeah. and it's kind of like it got so overwhelming to the point where I started thinking about it in my head like girl this man probably really loves you. He ain't never had no type of relationship like this, you know? So that's, he just wants to make sure that you're not making him look bad in certain ways. So that's probably why he's acting the way he's acting Mm -hmm. and coming off super violent the way he's coming off super violent. Cause I mean, he's been hands on before, but it started being so much worse after yeah. his brother passed and uh-huh. then we lost our child. So yeah. I'm not trying to put that in as an excuse, but yeah. it is, it did bring it as a part of why it got probably so worse
0: mm-hmm. in a way. It, it, it kind of really That was happening before your pregnancy as well?
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it happened before the pregnancy a few times, but it was just brush your shoulder off, maybe it ain't gonna happen again type stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool, no problem, never mind, we just go make it work. And it happened again, called the cops on him, then my stupid self went to the class, went to this, because I guess you can, after you call the cops on them to do charges, you can go to a class, yes. write a letter, you know, stating why you feel like you wanna drop the charges, show up at his hearing stand up, speak on his behalf, you know, I did all of that, but two times I called a cops on them, and I'm just like, what are you doing, what are you doing, the first time I really started realizing that I've somewhat been brainwashed in a way, is when I went to work with a whole black eye, wow, I went to work with a whole black eye, and my excuse was, I was lifting the weights, and the weight thing fell on me, it hit me in the face,
0: and my friend, Wow.
1: And, and my my friend Ruth, she's so smart. She's like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Okay. I'm just going to sit here and wait for you to literally tell me exactly what happened because I know what happened, but I'm just waiting for you to tell me exactly what happened. Like, my eye was black and then my mouth was all, my mouth was literally split right here because he used the phone. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. I gave him my phone for something. I don't know what I gave him my phone for. I gave him my phone for something and you you ever had not everybody on your, I don't know how some people are, but you're young. You have people that you just add on Facebook just to add on Facebook because you want extra Facebook followers or extra Facebook friends when Facebook was in. So I'm just adding away, adding away, accepting requests, accepting requests. And then you have these corny behind people that'll come trying to be all in your inbox, trying to talk to you, you know, and you're ignoring them and you're ignoring them thinking they'll just leave and they hiccup what I handed my phone and ha- it just happened that during the time that I handed them my phone a notification popped up okay you have all rights and regulations you want to look I mean no you don't because it's my phone but if you want to look I'm giving it to you, you looking you realize that there's nothing but all messages from this person no message from me yeah. so it's kind of like Are you stupid or what you like look at the it's a Indian people from you know those I don't know, but it's always these weird people that don't speak English that wanna be in your inbox trying to be messy or what have you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The next thing I know is he was on the phone with his friend. The next thing I know is I just felt the whole phone in my face.
0: Wow. That's
1: that's all I remember. The whole phone in my face. And I don't, I don't know. I'm not gonna sit here and say he's the worst worst human being because when it comes to our when it comes to our son he's he's been he's amazing amazing dad I'm never going to take that away from him yeah. but as far as me and him we just we just don't we don't we don't click we don't I feel like I'm allowed I've allowed way too much to happen I've allowed I've allowed everything. I've, I've allowed control. I lost a whole bunch of friends, both male and female because of you. Like even some really good genuine friends, male yeah. friends that I, you're sitting right here and they calling me. I'm on the phone with them while you're here because they know fishy stuff. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I guess you came to all men that came before you that were just my friends. should just disappear. And then I made it happen. I made it disappear. And then the the female friends that I have, if he don't like certain ways and certain of them, it's kind of like, you know, so my female friends, you know, I used to, you know, I'm a fun, bubble, nice little Jamaican chick out here. You feel me? We, we bubbly. We go to parties. We enjoy ourselves. Like stuff got to be to a minimum. If you went coming with me, it's kind of like. I can't go if you don't go situation. Like, I'm not saying he's saying, oh, you got to stay in the house. I'm staying in the house. Yeah. But if I do go, it's a whole attitude. It's a whole, hmm you know what I'm saying? Who is y'all around? Or, you know, it's yeah. a whole attitude. So that made me want to just be like, I'm just not going to go. Because yeah. I already know what I'm going to come back home to.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, there was, a, I remember, I remember a day when um I decided to, I was I was off that day. He went to work. And I was at home, my friend texted me, this coworker that I had, and she was like, hey, you want to go, you want to go to, I forgot what the rest, of, five guys, something, no, not five guys, Fridays, TGI yeah. Fridays, to go, because they're having like appetizer or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, unlimited appetizers. I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'll go. We weren't, we weren't cool, cool. That's me and my husband, we weren't cool, cool. And I was at home, it's my day off. My friend texted me out of a random saying, hey, you want to go out? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll go out, have lunch, whatever. We're there, we're eating or whatever. Mind you, me and him weren't cool, cool. I I took it up on myself to text you and say, hey, you want me to bring you? Because I I was close to his job. Yeah. I decided to text him and say, hey, you want br- you want me to bring you some some lunch or something to eat? Because I'm out on the road. And I told him where I was, and he's like, oh no, or or sure, something trying to be petty about it. Yeah. Got home tonight, didn't really think much of it a whole questioning a whole oh why you didn't tell me you was going out before you went out type situation and I'm like I told you when I was there that yeah. I'm there you know it wasn't like it was a whole oh, you you planned this out and you waited the moment you left out and tell me that she was going out when you was going out and I don't know he just started going off and then before you know it we were physically fighting
0: mm.
1: like physically I don't I think I was pregnant this time I think I I don't really remember if I was pregnant, but I think and he, yes, I was pregnant. He held me down in the bed, held me over, choked me, and I feel like that was the day I literally called the cops. I think it was that day
0: mm-hmm. I decided
1: to call the cops or whatever, but I don't know, girl. I've had guns put to my head. I've this had part. knives held to my throat. My throat. Yep. Yep. Oh. I've had that shit. Like, his friends decided probably to lend him what have you held it to my head. One time, I guess he came home with a toy gun and we weren't really talking and he made it seem like it was a real gun. It was a toy gun at first and he turned the light off and you, you know, like he makes me so afraid of him Yeah. in a sense. Like certain things you're not supposed to joke about. Like me and you're arguing, you come in, I know you're probably off that life or that background or what have you, but when you decide to bring it, in to your home and to your family like you don't expect me to be afraid and then when I get afraid of you and tell you like yo I'm not comfortable being in here with you because I can't
0: be with somebody
1: that I'm afraid of. That don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I'm let's say I'm on my phone right now talking to my friend like I'm just talking to you chilling. I heard the door coming girl I'm so quick to hang this phone up. Wow. I'm so because I'm just I get anxiety. Yeah. Cause I'm like, okay, I don't want him to come in here. And then it's going to be questioning, it's going to be this, it's going to be that, it's going to be a long street of every damn thing, and it's probably like, I, I just don't want to deal with it. I don't wanna deal with it. If I'm on my phone and I'm just scrolling, uh, surfing the net or whatever, and he's coming in, I'll just shut it off and start watching TV or something. But then in my brain, I'm thinking like, that's going to make you look so much more suspicious like you're hiding something. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, it's going to be like, oh, who you want to hear texting? Who you sitting up in here with like bro it's my phone I'm just scrolling yeah. I't I can't, I can't be on my phone and when I'm not on my phone it's kind of like, oh, you don't want to be on your phone around me because you're probably hiding something which one is it? which one do you want me to do? do you want me to be on the phone? do you want me to not be on the phone? like Yeah, I've
0: been together well together for like two
1: years, <laughs> years? um we, no we, we've been together since 2015 early 2016 no i'm lying 2015 yeah yeah four years yeah Yeah,
0: i mean from all the things that you're saying chelsea um it's just like i just want to make these things very um highlighted for Mm people that are listening because you talked about you know having a sense of somebody's controlling you right Mm -hmm. coming up with excuses multiple times as to why this person must be hurting you physically right Mm -hmm. And then friends seeing signs of physical abuse and then you lying and then they're like, they see through PS, right? Mm -hmm. And then also the sense of anxiety right the sense of anxiety like you can't freely be in your home doing whatever the hell you want to do it's like it's like almost being like a five-year-old and a domineering parent right mm-hmm. it's like this is a relationship with two independent individuals who are free to do whatever the fuck they want to do mm-hmm. and so I just wanted to highlight those things for the selfish babe listening is just like those are some classic signs of domestic abuse of a domestic violence and you had even said it yourself of you even having coming up with, oh, oh, maybe I made him mad because of this or this and that. And it's just like even, you know, yeah, granted, he may have been going through his own stuff with his brother passing and the child passing, right? Granted those things. But it's like you don't take out your anger on people. and You don't take out your anger on people you love, especially not in a physical way. So it's like, again... It's self-accountability. He's a grown-ass man. He needs to deal with that in a different way, maybe going to therapy, maybe some other things. But obviously, when it comes to relationships or the relationship that you guys had, it was like you were the person who would take out his anger on a sense of control. He felt like things were going out of control. And for him, it was a sense of control. That's not an excuse, because that's wrong. But I just wanted to make sure I pointed those things out to the selfish babes listening, because that's not a relationship you want to be in. And I can tell you this now, That there are other people out there men good good men or good 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 females depending on your sexuality that are going to treat you a whole lot better and you won't have to come up with the excuses as to why they're doing certain things to you that are physically harming you and especially physically harming you when you are fucking pregnant that's the whole fucking thing i'm glad that he's a great fat father and i'm glad that he's taking care of his son i think that's wonderful but it's just like in terms of you honoring you as the woman, honoring you as the vessel that brought through this son, that's that's different. It's just like, what men have to honor women. It's just a thing. Like, especially if you're bringing in the child that they want, you know, they're like happy and joyous yeah. for this child, this baby to come forth. Um, so I'm really glad that you are leaving the relationship. I'm affirming that you stay out of that relationship. Although sometimes there's a lot of back and forth, right? And in the past, there was some back and forth. And so I'm affirming that you continue to leave that relationship and stay out of it and just keep it very cordial of, you know, he's the child's father, that's yeah. cool. But it comes to romantic relationships, you really deserve a lot better. And I know that there is definitely a man or woman out there. Again, I'm I'm in a, I'm in a relationship with a woman, even though I'm high. I've, I've been in a relationship with a man. So that's why I'm saying men are women. But um, affirming that there will be another guy out there. And I know that there's other men out there that would love to have you at some point when you're mm. ready for something like that. Right. Um, but that's just no excuse. It's just no excuse. You know, it's self accountability. We are grown as people. We True. have to take accountability for our lives. And so I'm glad that uh, you are deciding, you know, to end that relationship. What um, yeah. oh, else I was going to say? Do you have the selfish payback?
1: No, I need to download it.
0: Yeah, download it. Definitely. definitely to a lot of women that have told me, you know, they were able to leave domestic relationships because domestic abusive relationships because of the Selfish Bait app. It helped to boost their confidence. Some of them were going through uh, postpartum depression, and so the app has really helped them a lot in terms of the daily affirmations and notifications. I will definitely recommend that you download it to have it, um, but yes, love, I just want to say thank you for sharing your story. I appreciate it. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for your vulnerability, and you know, continue being a great mom, um, and I just want to thank you really just for sharing your story on YouTube and tagging up on Instagram, and um, talking about how the products have helped you, you know, I, I think that your story is, and will continue to help another selfish babe or goddesses, another woman who is listening to this podcast. And so I'm just so grateful to have shared that.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I feel like, I, I don't know, but the more I talk about it, the more I feel like it's a, it's healing. Yeah, you know how some like you really need to talk about certain things. I know you probably just don't want to keep going over it, or keep crying about it, or keep you know defending your side or whatever stories or whatever the situation might be. But talking about it literally helps. It's yeah. Oh, so right now I feel so good trying to get this off my chest you, never know, you don't want to you don't want to ball it up inside of you and keep it because you never know your struggle story can be somebody else could be helping somebody else out definitely. there yeah I can definitely be doing that and I found that out that literally you can see good face and good all of this and don't know what people are going through until you open your mouth and then you're probably like wow
0: yeah
1: wow, you don't look like nothing you've been through child I'm not ready to show it <laughs> <laughs> not ready to show it <laughs>
0: But I was gonna say, you know, I had gotten married at 19, and I had married mm-hmm. a Jamaican guy. I had knew in high school, Well, he didn't go to my high school. We just worked together. But at some point, um, he had moved up to Tallahassee with me. We were going to school, and I got divorced at 24. And um, at one point, we had gotten into a really bad argument. Like, we didn't have signs. Like I didn't see signs of like domestic abuse because that's not what what I would call it I know sometimes we get into arguments and he may throw some things or he's having treatment it wouldn't necessarily be anything physical and so one time um I mentioned this in my podcast earlier in different episodes so um I was getting ready for school I was I was in grad school at the time I had all these paper packets on the couch he got out the room and he started um throwing my paper packet over somewhere else and I'm like why are you throwing the paper packet He was like you know that I sit here on this side of the couch like he was mad. The paper packets were on his side of the couch, quote unquote. And so we got into a really big argument. And at one point, I had and I tell people this to just get the the I, I had kicked a hole in the door, but the wood was very frail. And I say this because I'm not saying that took me off the hook. I you know kicked the hole in the door, but the wood was soft. Okay, So I'm say that. And then at one point, we're in the room and he had put his arms around my neck and, and pulled me down to the ground. And mm-hmm. I, I'm very specific when I say this. So, his, when he did that, he was not choking me. Like, it wasn't, I'm choking you. But he mm-hmm. was pulling me down by the neck. Yeah. And so uh, at that point, I had just went to school as normal, did my thing, had told some friends about it, and they were like, oh, you're not scared or, you know, you're going to go back. And I, I wasn't afraid of him. I was not fearful of him. I was like, it's not going to happen again. But then, I had this thought, and my thought was, you know, well, if I had a daughter, would I want her to be in this relationship? and Or would I want her to go through this situation? And if she was going through this exact situation, what would I be telling her? And mm-hmm. my thing was, if she was going through this situation, I would tell her that she could not be in that relationship. I understand, yes, it was one time. Yes, he did not quote, unquote choke, but he did use his physical hands on me. And so mm-hmm. for me, I would tell my daughter that. And at some point later on in the years, I was like, well... Why did I have to put somebody else in place of me as if I have no value? I I don't have no kids right now. So at the moment, it was like for me to even understand my value in that moment, I had to put myself outside of the situation and I had to pretend if if I had a daughter and if I had a daughter, what would I want her to do? Um, Now I'm in a space where I have a lot of self-worth and value of myself that I don't need to do that. But for some women that are listening and if you need to do that, then really visualize that. If you had a daughter going through what you're going through right now in your relationship, what do you want her in that relationship? If the answer is no, then you need to get the fuck out. That's just what the answer is, it don't matter. There will always be better and you have to affirm better and you have to believe better. A lot of women don't think that they can change their circumstances, but they certainly can. It's understanding that you have the own power to create your reality. And a lot of times when we're letting go of old relationships and just letting go of things that we're used to and very comfortable, it will be uncomfortable. But understand that you are making the best decision for yourself so that you can see a better reality for yourself. But in order to see a better reality for yourself, you're going to have to make changes such as letting go of toxic partnerships, like abusive relationships. And so Yes, it was like that one time, but I, I'm so glad that I did decide to leave that one time because I mean, I've been in two other relationships, beautiful, one with a, a guy that was really beautiful. He did not like my rowdiness. I was very loud. Anytime we argued, and <laughs> wanted to fight. He didn't. He was not for that. He almost broke up with me, and I had to stop him from breaking up with me because I had to learn how to be an, a good partner because I was yeah. so used to being rowdy. Because yeah. I was used to being with somebody that Defensive. was rowdy when we fought, you know, and that's not what he wanted. And so yeah. I learned. And now, you know, I had ended that relationship not because of anything wrong. it was just, I didn't feel like we a good kid. Still wonderful friends, though. And I'm in a new relationship with a wonderful woman. And I enjoy our relationship very much. very much so that I'm honored and I'm respected and I'm loved and so what I'm saying that I when I say from my words from my mouth that yes you will have another person that will love you and that will honor you I'm saying that like with truth like that's not a lie like I know this for a fact and so I just really wanted to make sure that I said that For any of the selfish babes listening that may be going through um, a domestic abusive relationship, there is better out there, but you have to choose better for yourself. And you start by choosing better for yourself by making some different actions in your life. That is so my talk. (laughs) Word. So yes, ma'am. But lovely Chelsea, I just want to say thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate your spirit. I know that your story is going to help many, many women. And so I want you to say, if you have any last words you want to tell our selfish babes, please do so now.
1: Listen, live in your truth. Listen to the inner voice inside of your head. Stop, stop, stop making excuses for people's actions. Literally, if they want to say you're selfish, then go ahead and be selfish. Selfish babes, that's what your name is. Love yourself. <laughs> be, live in your truth. That's all I have to say. Live in your truth. Whatever you want to do, the sky's the limit. Reach for it go ahead and explore the world at the end of the day you only have one life to live live it and love it don't just live it to live it and be comfortable live it and love it don't try to minimize yourself and your happiness for anybody because at the end of the day you're unhappy because they're happiness no live your life however you want to live your life in your truth and that's just it ashay thank
0: you beautiful